This episode is brought to you in partnership with MUSC's new Health and Wellness Institute. Most of us think of MUSC as a place we go when we're really sick and we need help desperately. But what I want to highlight this season is all the incredible, amazing things that are happening at MUSC to keep you from needing their services, really. I mean, all of this research, innovative treatment, there's really cool stuff going on at MUSC, and I cannot wait to bring some of these physicians and healthcare providers and researchers onto the podcast so that you can hear behind the scenes of exactly what's going on. You are listening to the Dabble Co. Podcast. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Claire O'Brien. In healthcare, we have so many questions about what's trending versus what's actually the truth. So on this show, we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's health, it's wellness, it's beauty, explained by the people who actually know what they're talking about. guys, welcome back to the Dabble Co. Podcast. I have a really fun guest from MUSC today. This is Caitlin DePore. She's been working in the health and wellness community and with MUSC for almost 10 years. And she is one of the state's only board certified um, health and wellness coaches. And I, I'm going to have her explain it better because I'm like, I didn't even know that this, that that was a, a thing. And I'm anyway, I'm really excited to talk to you and to go through you know, what you do and just, just chat about kind of everything that's out there, but so welcome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Claire. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. As um, you mentioned, I am uh, Caitlin DePore. I work as the wellness coordinator at the Medical University of South Carolina here in Charleston. Um, But also a big part of my role and really what I'm here to talk about today is that I am a board certified health and wellness coach. Um, and that means a lot of things, and I think it'll be kind of fun to go through and debunk that today a little no, bit. I'm just, like, I know... so jazzed about it. I mean, who knew yes. that, that, that it was this, like, intense training? I mean, I'm, like, very excited to talk about it. Yeah, so it's, there's a lot that goes into it, and I think that um, there's a lot of misconceptions out there, too. Just, I think, especially in the past, like, 10 or so years, um, there are a lot of people who are just kind of setting up shop, hanging up a sign, saying they're a health and wellness coach. Yep. And so, really... The board certification emerged from that out of a need for um, really strict credentialing and really um, making sure that the people who were practicing or who are practicing are following a set of standards that really are what our clients and patients deserve and making sure they're well-educated in doing that. So um, I'm happy to kind of dive in deeper to that and just share a little bit more about what I do and really the distinction between um, what a board certified health and wellness coach is versus maybe um, what you see out on Instagram or kind of out in social media. There's a lot of people calling themselves um, health coaches and just really kind of where that lies because even though it's something that I'm so passionate about, it's, you know, there's people even in our own institution, a large academic medical institution who just were like, I can't believe that that you do this. And, you know, so it's, it's a new and emerging field. And I think something people are really still learning about. Well, so tell me about just your your education and and literally the the path that it took for you to get this board certification. Like how what kind of schooling and training do you have? Yeah, so actually my undergrad um I went to College of Charleston here in Charleston. Uh-huh. That's how Same. I ended up here. Cougs. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, go Cougs. Um but both of my parents actually so we're from Boston. My mom was a hospital administrator, so healthcare's been a part of my life. Yeah. Um for quite some time, but my background initially was in nonprofit management, and I um, 
actually worked in a nonprofit that dealt with food security. And so that mm. really kind of impassioned me once I saw um, really when there was health disparities. Yeah. Really kind of drove me to kind of dig deeper and figure out what it was I wanted to do next. Um, also kind of a very long story we don't have to get into now, but I have a deep connection with MUSC because my husband sustained a um, traumatic brain injury in 2016. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, he went through tremendous recovery and is doing well, but that just really all that kind of compiled and make, I was at a juncture where I was like, I'm ready to do something next, but what is that? Right. And um, personally, I had taught fitness classes, cycling, and I was in this position of wanting to dig deeper into health and wellness, but wanted something with weight and credibility, and that was surprisingly hard to find. This was in 2016. Um, and that's really when I stumbled, or kind of really had to dig deep, and then found um, the a program at Emory University, which is where I did my initial health coach training um, in Atlanta. And th- so essentially there were, at that time, I think only a handful of um, credentialing programs in the country um, that were tracking towards this national board certification um, because the first time that um, a cohort was eligible to sit was actually in 2017 so it's a, it's a fairly new um, exam but so long story short I did my training program at Emory um, and worked with amazing industry leaders um, and that consisted of about a, a 150 hours of training mm-hmm. um, where we did everything from you know, skills assessments, learning the actual skills of motivational interviewing. Um, there's a great deal of motivational interviewing that's in uh, a part of the coach process. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, kind of your biometrics. So there's people who had backgrounds that were not clinical, like myself. So really understanding um, biometrics, chronic disease, kind of what you're looking for, and making sure we were really had a well-rounded sense of what uh, you know how to assess a client yeah and meet them where they were it's interesting I'm glad to hear that it's new because I, I was like am I like how have I missed this but it's uh, anyway so I'm glad that it's only been around for yeah. just a few years because I've just thought so, I totally missed the bus on that no it is fairly new and I will say the work of like kind of the giants in the industry Margaret Moore these people who've been working on this uh-huh. this has been like 20 plus years but in terms of the actual credentialing, um, 2017 right. was the it's first new. exam. Yeah. Yeah, that four year, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah. You know? And yeah. a big piece of it, too, and what I felt so lucky to go kind of through the training when I did was that they were building the curriculum towards this exam with these mm-hmm. industry leaders. Um, and so I felt like it was kind of a ripe time to be a part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, so really, the, it, you go through, you either have to have an undergraduate degree, or I think it's like four or 5,000 um, hours of related work experience, and then you do need to go through a credentialing, pro, a credentialed program through the National Board of Health and Wellness Coaches. Now there's probably 50 plus across the country, which is amazing. It's growing. And then you've got to log at least 50 coaching sessions. But you, you're. I was when I was reading your bio. It's not just the National Board of Health and Wellness Coaches. It's recognized through the Board of Medical Examiners. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of the big um, that that throws the heavy punch behind it. Is so the National um, that's board of totally Medical, different. I mean, because yeah. you can you can mm-hmm. make up any board of any whatever yeah. and say like, well, we I'm certified through this board and this is a national organization. But the National Board of Medical Examiners is who. I mean, everybody that's practicing medicine has, that's who they're all certified through as as well. So yeah, yeah, that's completely different level. 
Yeah, completely different. And that was such a huge win, I think, for um, the field of health and wellness coaches is that right. the NBME recognized um, health and wellness coaching as a critical component into the new, you know, the modern healthcare system and basically worked with um, the Board of Health and Wellness Coaches to create this really robust, comprehensive exam. Um, and so it's the same body that certifies physicians that are practicing. Um, they've been around for like over 100 years. Right. So it is a quite a robust um, and intense exam, as it should be. And I think that's really what makes me proud to have this certification is that, you know, it distinguishes these coaches who have this tremendous background and training and experience from someone who, who really doesn't have that. And, and, you know, I believe that there's a place for everyone in the wellness industry Right. And um, wellness should be for everyone, but in terms of like working with clients and and really getting them to a place where they're making long-term lifestyle change, you've just got to have a skill set that's pretty unique. And I think too, having someone like you who is in, I mean, kind of the whole goal, you know, my understanding of everything that MUSC is doing with the Health and Wellness Institute. So having somebody like you who's a health and wellness coach, but associated with an academic institution that's, you know, obviously data driven and, um, you know, has the best resources for patients. I I mean, I can see a lot of health coaches who are, you know, coming from a different place. Obviously, everybody who's in that field ultimately wants to help people, but you don't know what you don't know. And you may not even, they may not even realize they're pointing people to the wrong, you know, providers and you know sending them to places where they they don't need to go so I'm just I feel like having someone associated with an academic medical institution is is huge yeah it really is and I think um it's amazing that MUSC is kind of using this opportunity with the Health and Wellness Institute to innovate and to um, bring coaching in as a service um, because I think, like I said, the time is right. I think the modern healthcare model, just physicians as much as they want to, just don't have the time to spend oh, totally. with patients. Yeah. No. And talk about uh, lifestyle behavior change, let alone, I mean, it's like, you know, you've got five minutes. And so that's what Dr. Colley and I talked about so much is it's like, you know, yeah, we, we, I'd love to talk to a patient for 30 minutes about diet and exercise, but the reality is they had a 15 minute appointment and then two people got booked at the same time. So now it's a seven minute appointment, you know, and then somebody, so it's just like you said, time. And we just, we don't have, they don't have the time. Yeah. And I, it's just, I think I, what I love working, what I love about working at MUSC is just, I think it's, people are natural helpers and, and, and everyone mm-hmm. wants to in this kind of field, you know, I really feel like is inclined to want to practice this way, but it's just, like you said, it's just not always possible. And that's right. where the role of a well-trained health coach, you know, really that's our job is to sit with the client, come alongside them, um, really look at their unique kind of health history, barriers to entry, and then help them discover their own motivation for change. and. Um, it's a it's a relationship it's a long-term process it's not just like a one and done um, right right but it can be it's really impactful and it's like therapy you're not like oh I went to therapy and one time and now I'm done so that was exactly no you're in it you're in it for the long haul okay so let's talk about what you do versus what you don't do because I'm interested Mm -hmm. to hear that yeah absolutely so I the list is long but um just in general the biggest things Yeah, I think the biggest kind of distinguishing factor of what I do as a board certified health coach and what, you know, 
um, certified board certified health coaches do is that we do we we don't play the role of an expert. So maybe unlike a physician or other provider, we're not they're telling the client, you know, this is what you eat, this is how much you exercise, this is when you go to bed. Um, uh-huh. Really, the client is the expert in their own life. And so we're there to kind of counsel them and come alongside them through that partnership. Really, that's where the motivational interviewing comes in to uh-huh. help them kind of discover their own motivation. So I think for when I talk to my peers and friends or, you know, clients, and they're looking for a simple answer of tell me what to eat or you're not or right. they're surprised that I'm not selling them some supplement or powder yeah. you know that's what I certainly do not do and any um, board certified health coach would give you the same answer is that we are not selling you products you do not need anything else or you know supplementation or otherwise to kind of move your health in the right direction Um, What we do do is make sure that we stay in scope. And so if you are someone that could benefit from a dietitian or from um, meeting with a therapist or a licensed mental health professional, we Uh would absolutely refer you um, out to our trusted colleagues. But I would never, you know, create a meal plan for someone. And so it's also just so important that we stay in scope because I believe strongly that we're uh, trained well to do what we do. But... um, it's that we have so many other colleagues that are able to kind of assist in this overall comprehensive wellness approach. So if you've been following DabbleCo and me for any length of time, you know that I'm super careful with anybody that I endorse or any partnership or brand here. So the goal is always to share evidence-based medicine and things backed by actual science with our audience and our followers. So I was thrilled when BetterHelp approached me to do a partnership with them. So thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is an online platform that connects you to counseling in an incredibly convenient and affordable way, which I think are the two biggest barriers to counseling, access and affordability. So I was actually really surprised when I looked up their rates for counseling. They were a third of what I feel like I've ever heard and what I've personally paid. Um, It solves both of the problems with literally the click of a button on the internet. So I have personally seen the benefits of counseling. I know firsthand how important it is, and I know it plays a crucial role in mental health. So check them out, and they will know that I sent you, and you'll get 10% off your first month of counseling if you head to betterhelp.com slash dabbleco. Um, so it's super easy, betterhelp.com slash dabbleco. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I think that's important. I mean, you just said, uh, I, lo- I love this. It kind of, it's, reminds me of something my friend who was on the podcast as a dietitian said, you can't, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. And you just said, you don't need a supplement to move your health in the right direction. I'm like, gosh, I love those two things. And I think that that should be an, basically an immediate red flag, right? Like if you are seeing anyone, I I don't care what field they're in. And and the first thing that they want you to do is buy something from a program or a supplement or whatever it is. And I'm not saying that that's going to be wrong, but it's definitely something to take pause and, and think about, right? Because a lot of these things too now are, are cash businesses, you know, if your insurance isn't covering it or, you know, if it's all got to come out of pocket, it, it just should be a, a place where people stop and pause and say, what's the motivation of selling me this supplement? Do I really need it? You know, it, it's just, yeah, exactly. And there's pause. so much out there. And I think, you know, there's so much noise in the wellness space and, 
it can become overwhelming and it's also intoxicating. I think, you know, with social right. media, people, you feel like you, you know, I even fall prey to this where I see something and I'm like, oh, well, do I need that? And, you know, then I kind of have to move myself through this same thought process. But, you right. know, I always just tell people it's, you know, you show up with everything you need. And so I think that's really important to remember. And, you know, Yes, it's where everyone's selling something. It's not that it's always bad. It's not a black and white situation. I just think that when you're especially looking for someone who's a practitioner to really help you create long-term behavior change, that would be something that I would definitely encourage people to kind of take a second look at. Yeah, and just, you know, think about where do they get their training and, who you know, is it through an accredited program or like what are some what are some things that you see now that you feel like are are potentially problematic like um programs or I I don't know if you see like particular um programs that people are doing and then saying I'm now a health coach or I'm now a I mean I see literally see people on Instagram I'm sure this drives you crazy but that are like so-and-so you know hormone expert and I'm right. like, I'm sorry, if you're not an endocrinologist or like an OBGYN, I mean, you're certainly not an, an, ex, a, an a expert. hormone expert. I mean, almost no one is an expert at anything, first of all. Like, let's just say that. I mean, but so anyway, that's sorry. I was, that's kind of yeah, no, I, and that's a huge piece of kind of the uh, coaching model that we use as board certified health coaches is the coach approach not the expert approach. It's really important yeah. to distinguish from that. And really the expert approach is someone where it's there. I'm coming in, I'm telling you what you need to do. I'm implying that I know more than you. And really that's not the relationship between a coach and client. Um, I also think you're right. There's so much out there where people are kind of putting their stake in the ground. Um, and you're, there's not a lot of credentialing or any credentialing behind it. And so I would really just encourage people to kind of dig deeper into that. The credentialing behind a board certified health coach is NBC-HWC. It's a mouthful, but mm, um, it, it is what it is. Yeah, a lot, a lot of letters, but there's also a directory where you can literally go and search and say, okay, is this person actually board certified credentialed? Um, yeah. Just like any other provider, you know, you want their NPI. Um, and so I think it's really kind of right now, especially when there are st- there's so much unregulated out there, especially on Instagram and I, j- I just think that it, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the onus is on the client or, you know, on yeah. you to yeah. kind of totally do your homework. Yeah. yeah. And kind of look beha- behind some of the shiny stuff. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm, I love branding and kind of the goopy stuff as much as the next person. But right. it's just when it comes to your health and your well-being, I feel like when you're really trusting someone with that and you're paying for it, you right. want to make sure it's someone who's really invested the time to understand what they need to to kind of walk you through your own health journey. And I think um, what's fascinating about Instagram, too, is that you we see people in such a different way. Like, you're not reading – nobody's reading their resume, right? So you see this person who's attractive, thin, typically, and has, like, a very well-curated – feed and has in their bio, you know, I'm so-and-so certified, you know, XYZ, whatever. Half the time now it's like holistic, yada, yada. And so we, the collective we, and I'm saying this because I do it too with different things. I mean, I think we're all guilty of it in some way, but you, you look and you say, okay, all right, well, they're thin and attractive and look like they must be doing it right. Therefore, they must know what they're talking about. 
and I think it's just it's the trappings of the the visuality that is social media and Mm -hmm. so a lot of us particularly women we fall prey to just literally assuming that someone knows what they're talking about even even um what's it called like big big influencers and bloggers that aren't even saying that they're a health expert or anything but they'll just post about something their experience or whatever and people are leaping on board because they like their their feed where they share like their clothes and their baby and their makeup and stuff so they must know what collagen supplement you know yeah certainly they know what you should eat and when you should sleep and right um, yeah it, it is a slippery slope and you know again I'm not here to kind of bash what is especially because I think there is so much good that can come out of social media mm-hmm. and so much education mm-hmm. for instance what you're doing here but with this your platform but at the same time I just a cautionary kind of tale for people to really kind of dig deeper and I do think that's the beauty of where the board certifying um you know the national board of health and wellness coaches really standing up these strict credentials and making holding people to a higher standard you know eventually I think it will get to a place where it will become more clear but right now it's so in its infancy that it is um still a work in progress and um yeah so I would really just encourage people to kind of like do like anything do your homework and interview your provider you know if you're eager and you're excited by what someone's offering you you know ask them what their credentials are ask them um what their experience is and and really you know I think use your time and money wisely when especially when it comes to investing in something like health and wellness coaching it's not a quick fix and I think anyone who's selling you that um is not doing it right and it's interesting you know I, I think just to play both sides too I think you can be very much not board certified in anything and still help someone. Like you said in the beginning, you know, there's room for everybody in this space because ultimately we hope that everybody in this space, you know, their main goal you would think would be to be helpful to people in some way. Um, Because I don't think these people are like bad people, you know, selling supplements. And that's not what anybody's saying. But I I think it's very easy even on the other side, you know, to fall, because I'm an influencer in the smallest sense of the world. I mean, I have like seven followers. Thank you to everyone that's listening. <laughs> but, you know, it's very easy to be like, let me post this swipe up and I'm going to post this. And oh, and then things start adding up and you realize how much money you can make. I see how these people make a full time living. Like I can very clearly see that. But um, anyway, just saying that you don't have to be board certified to be helpful, but just making sure that that person is helping you in the right way. I mean, you and I were kind of talking about that a little bit before, but so yeah. What do you think? What do you think is is helpful to people? Because it, there aren't that many board certified health and wellness coaches out there. So if you you know need to find somebody in your area or that can see you as a, a patient or a client, I get are they pa- clients? I guess pa- clients. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel like is something that people should look for in coaching? Yeah, so that's a good question. I think that first and foremost, I think we are in a place where it's a growing field. And so I'd really encourage people to go to that directory. And I'm happy to share the link with uh-huh. you for your listeners um, where you can actually search by your area. And so now yeah, I'll at, put it in the show notes and it to me yeah. and I can put it in the thing so people can find it. 
so virtually anywhere, like I think and now all 50 states internationally, you'll, there will be a board certified health and wellness coach. But really, I uh-huh. think if COVID's taught us anything, um, you know, the vast majority of my clients are virtual and right. it's such a convenient easy safe way to to see clients and so that just really opens up a ton of possibilities and really I think helps um, facilitate the connection between a client and a board certified coach and so I would always recommend seeking out someone who's got that board certification Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you have to you know virtual I think is a great way to go and uh, you know if you can in person if you can find someone in your area um, also, I just think you're, you're right. You don't need to necessarily have these credentials to be someone who can be extremely helpful in terms of, you know, your health and wellness journey. But I think it's just about assembling a team that's in line with your priorities and yeah. also your health needs. You know, you're, we're all so unique. And I think that's something that a lot of these kind of broader influencer type, um, you know, health influencers don't necessarily take into account is that, you know, while a collagen supplement might work for you and that works for your budget and it works for you it's not for everyone and so I think having someone who can really understand you and your unique needs and lifestyle and all of it is so important yeah yeah it's um it's just an interesting time I think looking at all these people kind of coming out of the woodwork and um and knowing that they ultimately want to be helpful but Gosh, to just be on the other side and see, um, and what's we have to remember too. I think that the reason we are here is because this has to be acknowledged, right? Like the medical community has obviously failed in some way, or we would not be here, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. we would not have twelve million health coaches that people are flocking to if we had the time you know, and resources really to spend with our patients. Um, and that, oh my God, I mean, that's such a bigger conversation. It's like chicken yeah. or the egg, like insurance and, you know, reimbursement and, and time. And now we're on these RVU systems and we have to see more and more and more patients to get reimbursed the same as we used to. And um, so it's a big conversation, but I, I think it is worth acknowledging that we, we wouldn't be here if we hadn't failed in some way. Uh, you know, people, yeah. people are feeling, they feel bad. They feel sick, they're tired, they're whatever. And, um, and so they're seeking, they're seeking help. And now it's our job to kind of word of 2020, but pivot and say, okay, well, how can we get back in line with our patients and, and figure out how we can tr- best treat them, um, holistically, if you will. Right. And I think that's also, you know, I hate to, you know, kind of drive it home. But I think that's also where a board certified health and wellness coach is so important because they really are part of your care team. So certainly I see clients in a concierge wellness format um, and I would be happy and am on occasion to talk with their providers in a HIPAA compliant way. Uh But if you're working with someone like, you know, playing Jane out on Instagram, that's not someone who's a part of your medical care team. And so... I think, you know, acknowledging what you did or where you where you're kind of describing the current situation where providers just aren't don't have the bandwidth. It's so thin for them to be able to to counsel patients. And they also, you know, don't always have the background or the understanding of kind of sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. And so to be able to refer to someone who they know is current on the research and has this skill set to really move 
you know, someone who's looking, to, uh, who's pre-diabetic to a place where they're kind of eating and sleeping and have and maintaining a lifestyle that's, you know, moving them out of that place, that's where a board-certified health coach comes in. And so I think also just understanding that it can be kind of a very important piece of your care team. And then on one hand, and then you do, you can have this other aspect of it where it's concierge wellness and it's more of an intimate, intimate like therapy-like setting like we talked about in the beginning. So it really mm-hmm. can uh, span a spectrum, but just again, it's like when you have the skill set and also, you know, I, I think it's important to note too, and I know I can speak for my colleagues, you know, that I went through this training process with, is that we did put in a tremendous amount of time and and money and effort to to get this credentialing and so it's our passion and so it's not something where we're out there um, getting swipe ups it's something that's really you know a passion of ours and I think that that's an important distinguishing factor too. What's your favorite thing to talk to people about? I it's actually surprises me because when I got into this I mentioned I had been in the food security space and nonprofit and and nutrition had always been something that I focused on but really stress management the clients that I see oh god yeah let's talk about that yeah um I it's my favorite type of client maybe because I identify with it so much but um but it's just I think it's like a common denominator honestly in the time that we're living in and then it just shows up in so many different ways it's kind of like whack-a-mole it's like okay you're stressed are you is that impacting your nutrition your sleep your your relationships but I just feel like that is a piece where when we can kind of move a client to a place where it's maybe completely out of control or they're really struggling with it to a place where they're able to manage their stress just the ripple effect it has on their entire life is just Uh so amazing to witness and that is things like relationships like being a better parent I work with a lot of women in the peripartum phase I um, heard Dr. Gill on your podcast and she and I are so good to working together yeah she's awesome Um, I loved everyone that's come on from MUSC so far not to be I know they're always listening but we are. <laughs> all, my, all my MUSC podcasts are like, this has been so fun and they've been so good. I mean, yeah, we have, I, rock, I mean, it just, it's amazing. We have the rock stars, you know, all over this campus and I feel it's really like little fortunate. hidden gems everywhere. Yes, I know. That's why it's so funny when I, your podcast with Ed initially, he's like, we'll get that girl on. I'm like, that shows how it's big me. of a place it's, it's it is. Me. It's me. Yeah. yeah. We're both like, what's her name? Sorry, we don't know her, but we know she exists. It's true. It's a, I'm a unicorn, but yes. Um, yeah. So I think this for me, stress management is probably my favorite type of client to coach, and mm-hmm. I do have a lot of um, women who are kind of in a similar phase of life as me. You know, thirties. You know, in the peripartum phase, and I think that that is just such a sweet spot to be able to really make an influence on a family. I think. Yeah. Um, and more than just kind of that individual impact, but I have a lot of um, experience working with kind of like C-suite clients that are in tech and really have a lifestyle that does not allow for them to like eat, let alone get in proper amounts of sleep or have sleep hygiene. So I think a lot of times people think of health and wellness coaching as the supplements, as you know, subscribing to some workout class or whatever it might be, but it really spans such a wide variety. And, you know, I've done everything from the DPP program through the CDC, you know, where we're helping manage uh, diabetics to, like I mentioned, those C-suite clients. And it's, there's no limit to what impact you can make. And I think, um, 
it's just always surprising to me. It's such a um, fun field to be into because once I feel like I've gotten, you know, kind of seen it all, I, I'm able to work with someone and, and create an influence that I was like, oh, I've never, you know, gone down this particular path with the client before. So yeah, it's, it's really um, an exciting thing to be a part of. And do you, do you do things like make a referral and say, like, I, I think you should maybe see a nutritionist or, I mean, like a diet, an actual, a dietitian. Absolutely. Um, All the time. Yeah. Versus, Mm -hmm. I mean, who, like, who are you sending people to? It's almost like you're kind of the, this is what's interesting to me is there, we always, it used to be primary care that was kind of guiding people through their care but I think even now I mean primary care is so stressed and so worn thin that they don't have the bandwidth like you said but I'm I'm like gosh I wonder if you're kind of the person that's like the middleman almost yeah like everybody needs a middleman right exactly and I think honestly a lot of times especially in the um, healthcare setting in the clinical setting a health coach really is kind of um, the go between for referrals and kind of does serve as that concierge between the provider and and making these referrals and so that's really actually quite common um and middleman in a good way middleman can often I think have like a negative con like we want to cut out the middleman but I'm like no no actually in not medicine (laughs) no no I would love a middleman because it seems like we're all getting more and more specialized and everyone's in on their little individual this is going to be a horrible analogy. Everyone's in their individual silos. Yeah. But who's running the farm? Is that right? Yeah. And there, here's me. I'll be on the farm just keeping a 50,000 foot of everything. But really, that is kind of yeah. the role in the clinical setting. Um, aside from kind of coming alongside the client and really creating this relationship where they're yeah. able to create that behavior change. Obviously, that's the main thread. But in the clinical setting especially it, you're kind of coordinating the care and yeah. and you have a much more holistic understanding of the client's needs and what's happening with them whereas like you said everyone else is a, is a bit more laser focused as they should be right um, right and so yeah it's really not uncommon to refer us to a dietitian to a um, exercise physiologist um to mental health services it's it's that's really common and all the while maintaining the coach client relationship Um, and so you can make that kind of referral or do you have to go through their provider and have them make it um it really is depends on the scenario so in a private setting um it's more of a uh providing the contact helping facilitate the referral but i'm not Uh in emr in the electronic medical record Uh um in a healthcare setting, um, board-certified health coaches oftentimes do have the ability to make a referral in the EMR. Um, yeah. So it really just kind of depends on the setting. Um, and right now at MUSC, we're really excited to be building out this health coach program. Um, and so we're kind of still um, laying the foundation for what that'll look like. But certainly, right. there's going to be plenty of opportunities to refer out to brilliant other providers. Yeah, and it, it so it kind of going back to, I said nutritionist, and then quickly was like, no, that's the wrong word. It's dietitian. Dietitian. So when, I know. I and I, that was something I really had to learn this year too. Is I, it's kind of the same thing. There are you know twelve million nutritionists and nutrition experts because anyone can say they're a nutritionist, but not anyone can be a dietitian, which is very similar. I feel like, you know, you go through the correct schooling, you have to have an actual credentialing process, you're licensed, you know, they have a scope of practice. 
and they're held to an, an ethical standard like we all are through our credentialing bodies and um, and it's it is it's it's very different you know you could do an eight-week nutrition program and call yourself a nutritionist um, and yeah so I, I think um, hopefully podcasts like this are kind of shedding light on those processes for people um, just so really so people know kind of what what they're getting into and, and what to expect. And if you're, maybe you do get great results from, from that. Who knows? You know, I think there are plenty of nutrition, you know, folks and, and even, you know, I think about Helen Hall is a great example who did hush up and hustle, you know, is yeah. she like a dietitian? No, but she created a product and a kind of a lifestyle. And it's been super helpful. I think for a lot of people to lose weight. Um, Absolutely. but you know, if, if not, or if there's something bigger going on, then you need a, a, a dietitian or a team or, you know, actually, taking care of you so yeah and like you put it perfectly where you know there's people out there who are doing who are who've created products or brands and they're benefiting a lot of people and and you know I'm sure first person to kind of want to raise those people up um I just think again and I think really the crux of what you're doing here which I love is just helping people understand the difference between what's really trendy and what's kind of in of the moment and, and then yeah. what yeah. what's really got more weight behind it and and yeah. really like you said the training and the standards and I think when it comes to our own health that's so important and something that um you know people will continue to kind of I think learn how to kind of weed through the kind yeah. of rebel to figure out what's yeah. uh, what's what but yeah it is it's definitely interesting and um an interesting time to be a part of it but a really exciting time to be a part of it too so how many of you are in the state of south carolina i think the last time i checked there were under 10 so um yeah yeah um right now i believe there was just another exam i just did my um recertification um so hopefully there will be a new batch but i think we're uh-huh. around 5,000 board certified health coaches in, around the country nationally so mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's growing certainly but it's still still very new well get get me the link I'll put it in the show notes so that if people are looking for a board certified health coach who's hopefully you know going to be associated with a medical program or an academic medical system um, and so people can find it. And where is there anywhere people can find you? Like, are you on Instagram or blog or anything I, like that? Um, right now, I'm just I'm private right, for right now. Um, but <laughs> yeah. certainly, um, with the Health and Wellness Institute, I, I'm really excited uh-huh. to be um, kind of leading the charge for the health coach program um, and helping. And are to you taking that. clients, and they can? Yeah. See so that's you, all. Exactly. Yeah, that'll all be coming down the pipeline, and I know we um, would love to have you help us kind of um, spread the word, and that yeah. should be coming here in the next, you know, this summer. Um, I think summer. Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely would encourage people to look out for that, um, and then I'd be happy to share my contact with you so you can um, connect people with me directly. But awesome. Yeah. For now I um, am below the radar on Instagram. So. Um, hey, you know what? Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We should all be. Um, well, thank you so much, Caitlin. And guys, as always, if you liked the episode, please share it, rate it, um, send it to your friends. That's how people find the podcast. And thanks so much to Caitlin. This has been such a good conversation and we'll talk to you guys in a week or two. Bye. Thanks, Claire. Bye.